Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargum, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. Let us adventure on. We see the landscape of Enon as the darkness festering over its surface seems to darken and spread. As we pull away further the magical blue dome that has consumed three of the seven kingdoms of Verdura, a mystical enigma seeming to envelop all of this world. But even in this trusted times, a symbol of a coin dropping into the hand has been carved into almost every surface still standing in Pirate's Port. An unusual beacon of hope in these dim times. We see a team of demons approaching a building. Its sign reads, Snittlelap, which still stands untouched. They seem on edge as the front runner grabs at the door. Two clicks sound from the handle before the concentrated explosion under their feet blow them all to pieces. This beacon of hope is a destructive force. We move to the Temple of Justice, and it looks busy as ever as more demon servants and clerics of Deimos fill the area with power. Thick black and red power crackling from every stone. To the south, we see Diablana standing firm as a devastating wall of light against the never-stopping demon horde. Though that wall seems to be slightly retreating every day, as we travel even further to the south, the elven forest shines bright, though it seems the demons have eased their assault for now. The dark tower has fewer demons spewing forth, though no one knows if this is a good or bad sign. To the northeast, Rangio fills more and more as its dark blot seems to be thickening and growing. We quickly look east by northeast from there and target in on Kruagru. As the view pans closer, we enter into the open-air cathedral. We see Alicia Fargum laying across seats, tossing a ball bearing up and catching it, but frozen in that moment as the ball bearing is making its descent. We look over to Martin, who seems to be mid-sentence with Camdahl. We pan to the corner where Xandro seems to be surrounded by thin figures wearing robes, hoods drawn. Before him, a very beautiful tan elf female with blue hair, flanked by two shiminal in a drow, all still moving as the blue hair female says. It's not smart to try to trap a guardian. What's a guardian? We're the guardians. And I was trying to trap you? You were tracking us back here, Xandro. I was merely walking. And studying. But you are astute. Can we do something for you? Just wondering who you were, why you're here. We're the Guardians. We're everywhere. Everywhere? Like even in the town of Crondo? Even in the town of Crondo. That's interesting. Seems like an odd bunch to be hanging out with the works. We're not hanging out. We're watching history unfold. What history? History in the making, Xandro. Everything is history. How'd you know my name? We watch. We learn. We record. It's what we do. Well, I guess you're not the only one who tries to study people then. That's true. And if you didn't come from the bloodline you did, we may have recruited you as well. The bloodline I come from? Yes. What's wrong with my bloodline? Absolutely nothing. In fact, if this was still 10,000 years ago, you personally would be held in honor. But it is not, and things are different. History has changed that. Why are you so secretive with who you are and and why you're here. If the world would find out that there was a group that tracked history, that tried to preserve everything 
known and what was happening, what kind of devastation don't you think that would bring to the world? I don't know that it could bring much more than that. what's going on now. I am new to this, Xandra. I've only been doing this for a handful of years. But even I know from the little bit that I know that if this was to get out, people would raid sacred places. What would you think that kind of information would do besides those desecrations of those past gods or towers or learning the truth of things or spoon feeding anything to anybody? There would be no more want to learn. There would be no more searching and research. Powers would be found and people would corrupt that. And we would just go through endless loops and endless cycles of people not learning who they can become. See, though history is recorded, the people in that history chose to be who they were the male drow interrupts and goes same as the hero who once wielded those arrows on your back well now i wield them and we will see what kind of history you write xandro and are we hoping for the best or the worst neither history is just history destiny destiny is given to everybody but not everybody embraces their destiny it would be interesting to see what you and your friends do as the rest of them start to turn like they're going to leave. The blue-haired one says, it would start with maybe trying to find the prophesized fourth, Xandro. So I've been told. Perhaps we're looking now. Perhaps you are, and we wish you luck on your adventures. Please don't try to hunt us down. I'll give her a slight bow. Uh, she gives Good you job. a very deep bow, and then as she rounds a corner, all the motion starts again, and the people start moving just like nothing happened. I'll... Make it seem like I was, do my best to make it seem like I was continually walking. <laughs> so that way nobody, hopefully nobody will notice that I was standing still. Uh, absolutely. It doesn't look like you drew any attention. I'll turn off opposite of the way they were going. So you head back to the cathedral area. Yeah. So uh, what can we do for you? I'm here on behalf of Queen Rebecca. She sent us, me and two others, out here to, to talk to the orc tribes and in hopes of gaining your aid. We we have an attack planned on Deimos himself, and the time is approaching very soon. Really? Where's this uh, Where's this part of Demethos when we needed it? I don't know. I, I wasn't around at that time. Shortly after the event, I was captured by Deimos and, and held for a year. I, I can't speak for them as far as that time. So why should we help? Because regardless of the past, this battle will most likely decide the future of our nation. And it will either be a glorious victory or a beautiful death. Well, it makes sense, but probably not the one you need to convince. I suppose not. Who would be the one that would be a possible holdout on this? There's a few. Some of the orcs here remember the slavery times on other islands before the vote here in Enon. They would wonder why we would have to come to the nation that almost didn't pass the freedom for the orcs. After the initial defense of Demethos, nobody came to our aid. We lost many orcs in that first battle. Again, the biggest hang-up that everybody's going to have is why should we come to the aid of a capital that forgot us and just threw us to the wolves? As you said, I don't need to convince you. It's incorrect to, to look at it as coming to the aid of the capital. You're coming to the aid of, of everyone. This will possibly be the battle that decides everything. I wonder how many times in the history of this nation those that actual term has ever been used. There is one thing you can do. What's that? 
You could take responsibilities of the crimes that they made those and demand trial by combat. What crimes? Not coming to the defense of the people. I'll, I'll kind of nod. Before I approach the council, I am not exactly familiar with your customs. Do you have any advice that you might give? I'll get you some time. When you're called upon, come to the middle of the circle, get on one knee, pull out your weapon, present it to the council, and tell them that you await their judgment. I will personally ask you about the crimes of Domethos. Claim trial by combat. And this will settle things? If you win, yes. I'll keep it in mind. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the city. You have hours. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I, I think I'll go and speak with my party and discuss... And he sits back down and he starts pulling out books and papers and reading over things. All right. I'll, uh, I'll go over to Alicia. Uh, I'll wait till she throws up the ball bearing and I'll try to catch it. Uh, I think you catch it. Startles. She looks up. We need to talk. Where's, where's Zandro at? I have no idea. You all kind of left and, uh, I was taking me time. All right. I'm going to go look for him. Do you want to come or do you want to stay here? I have such a good seat. I'll toss the ball bearing back up in the air and walk away. I'll come with. Uh, you get up to and realize that Xandro could have gone anywhere, but you do catch him coming around the corner on the other side of the cathedral. As soon as I see him, I'll kind of motion over. Well, I, I think I may know a way that we can get the orcs to help us, but it ain't going to be easy. What is your way? I was talking to one of the council members, and... Apparently, they view Demethos not coming to their aid as a crime. And in order for us to move forward, we need to settle that crime. And the best way to do that is a trial by combat. Oh, shit. So we have to go up against how many orcs? I didn't ask. I assume it's going to be one versus one. So is that then three on three or is it just one against you? I kind of shrugged. I, I didn't think to ask. I, I just assumed it would be one versus one. Demethos is champion versus whoever they decide to be their champion. Oh, joy. Exactly. Doesn't surprise me. No, but it's it's pretty par for the course as far as the orcs go. They do realize, though, by not helping us, they run the risk of Deimos just wiping them off completely, right? Yeah, they're, they're very proud, so us not helping them is, I guess they've taken an affront to that pretty badly and as we saw earlier they seem to have held out pretty good perhaps they think that they can continue to to hold out here i just don't think he's had a full-on assault yet i just shrugged <sighs> this is why i never trust the orcs where did you go sandro where did i go yeah you you went walking around oh i took a little walk around ran into some people good people or bad people uh, well i guess i'm not positive but think good did you happen to see the group uh in the black cloaks i think i saw them before the council broke but i'm not sure well i decided to follow them they just looked a little out of place and well i followed right up to them and they still looked out of place we look out of place and you weren't following me i know you oh okay i didn't know them oh well okay that's fair then but have you ever heard of guardians guardians I'm intrigued. Yeah. They called themselves guardians. They guard history or something. I don't know. Seems all kind of weird, but I figured when it was like six against one, I shouldn't press my luck too much. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree. Between the guardians and the watchers, I can't 
I don't want to act like the hero, but I think that if we do choose to settle this by combat, it should probably be me. Looks over at Xandra, looks back at you. Well, I'm not volunteering. I mean, if we don't have a choice, it's up to you. I'm squishy. I'll, I'll do it if if you want me to. I'm not sure if there's another way around it. I, I think I think I'll probably be the best bad, Xandro. You're you're amazing at range, but if they get in close, it'll be pretty bad. And as Alicia said, she's squishy. I, I'm squishy. I can't take a beating. That's fine. I mean, you're more geared to getting the drop on people, which is fine. Probably not the best choice for going into an arena. I don't think so. Okay, well, that's settled then. Um, I guess we should probably get back, wait for the council to convene again. So what's your plan if you decide to get in there? Not die? Ooh, that's a good one. I guess that's a good start. That's literally all I've got. Did you find out if you're allowed to wear armor? Are you allowed to use weapons? Can you use spells? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. Uh, armor? I got a cod piece. That's about it. You, you kind of should have figured all of this out before you decided to go through with it. Yeah, I can't but use, you know what? If I can't use my weapons, I'll just give them the old 1-1 one, one again. You know what? Coming up with a plan, though, has never been our strong suit. Yeah, maybe this is the time we start doing that. Do we really want to risk it on this? Well, I mean, is this a fight to the death? I suppose you don't know that either. No, it's a fight to the death. Ooh. So maybe now is a good time to maybe make a plan. Eh, details. Kind of with her on this. I mean, we, we can win. make a we can make a plan for what happens if I don't win. You never fight unless you're gonna win. Oh, uh, I I wouldn't involve myself in the plan. I would just muck things up. Because I'm thinking if spells, armor, and weapons are allowed, it's possible I might stand a better chance. I think if you decide that you want to do it, you would have to be the one that speaks for Demethos, and you'll have to be the one that steps into the center. Would be nice to know what the what the rules are to this. I mean, the council's not convened again. We could go back and ask the guy that I talked to, or ask anyone, I guess. Might be a good idea. I would have to agree on that. I mean, it's one thing to not have a plan and, you know, cause a little demon apocalypse or whatever, but... I mean, last time I went solo and didn't have a plan, I lost my arm. So, yeah, so I'm gonna go with that didn't work out too well. Uh, I mean... He's alive. Yeah. Well, you got that going for you. Fine. Let's go talk to Camdahl. All right. Let's go. And he's still there studying notes. He's got his back turned to where you originally talked to him. I'll walk up and say, uh, Camdahl, I had a couple more questions if you have the time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we're not in session. Sit down. Yeah. What are your questions? First, this is Xandro and Alicia. Uh, nice to meet you. He puts out his hand and he goes from one to the other, saying who's going to take it first. I'll shake his hand. Yeah, he shakes. Alicia follows suit. He shakes your wrist and he shakes Alicia's wrist. And like I said, he he can get his whole hand around and then some. When he does this, each of you, your hand's flat and he shakes and he says, all right, sit down. What's your questions? What are the rules concerning a trial by combat? Um, Fairly simple. Uh, If you're accused of something, you can ask for trial by combat. If uh, you ask for it, you fight in it. It's hands, no weapons. I mean, with the orcs, we don't wear armor, but there's nothing really written in any rules about that. And uh, no outside interference. Any outside interference or weapons, you're automatically deemed guilty. What about magic? I don't think it's in the rules, but I mean, like your own magic or like magic. Being, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, not in the rules, but orcs think that's dirty fighting. But then again, 
you know, some some people say, you know, winning's winning. It doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, other people say if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But I don't I don't think you should cheat. I'll turn to Xandro and Alicia. You got any more questions? Is this a fight to the death? Yes. I mean, I think that pretty much answers all my questions. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking so. It is a fight to the death, but it's not. There has been people in the back in the past that declare mercy once the other person can't fight anymore. And then there's just people who rip heads clean off. Uh, The last time somebody fought our champion. Awesome to watch in battle, by the way. Uh, Yeah. uh, Salengo. He uh, he ripped that man's head clean off his bare hands. I don't think we have any more questions. Um, we'll leave you alone. Okay. He stands up and motions you guys. And as soon as you walk past, he sits back down and gets back into his notes. I'm going to go grab a nice cold drink somewhere, maybe a little lunch, and then go back to my seat. I'll go with her then. I'm going to head out and see if I can find like a general store or something. You guys head back out to the city, you know, looking for drinks, general store. One thing just kind of hits you and occurs to you. It doesn't seem like life ever stopped here. It's pretty normal inside these walls. The orcs go about their business. Street vendors sell meat. Bakeries are open and baking. It's like time never stopped here like it did in Demethos, like it did in any other city that you've seen. Different couple of restaurants. Uh, Zandra, you'll find a general store. They aren't too far from each other. The middle part of the market district is like a food court. Yeah, the first one I come, I'll head in. You walk in and a half-orcish woman turns and says, um, oh, hey, um, can we help you with something? Yes, I'm trying to find just like some string about five feet long. Uh, sure. And she pulls out uh, a whole ball of string and she says, um, you said five feet? Yes. Uh, she measures it and cuts it. I'll put two silver pieces up and ask her if that's enough. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, flicks one silver piece back towards you, takes that silver piece and, uh, gives you five copper back in chain. Hello. Thank you. And just leave the copper sitting there and take the other silver. Okay. Leave. Uh, as you leave, you know, she'll clean it up and kind of, as she does, looks back at you as you leave and the door closes and she just, the camera sees her like shrug and put it into the, the coin purse that she carries for the shop. Alicia and Martin, you walk into this food court area and there's places to eat, drink. There's different kinds of food. There's a place called Ha Ha Human Delicacies. I kind of just want to get some simple and complex carbs, you know, just... Get a, make sure I got energy for this this fight. Yeah, you probably want to head to the place that said human on it. <laughs> probably. Uh, you do, and they just make regular stuff that humans make. There's mutton chops and different kinds of vegetables. and. Yeah, I'll keep it nice and light. Okay. Water. A small meal and a water. Yeah, they exchange it with you, and uh, Alicia wanted something to drink. What'd you want? I'm just going to have some water and thinking a nice steak. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's... It's treat yourself. Uh, yeah, you, at the, the same human place, they have mutton chops is the best you're going to get because they haven't really broke down the cutting into cow things since you have seen a couple of minotaur that live here. You guys gather your food and you're sitting there. Xandro, you see them sitting and eating and drinking. Do you join them? Yeah, I'll come over to them, take a seat. I really think I should fight them without weapons. Without weapons. Say what now? What? So they're not going to be using weapons. So I think I'll have a good chance, especially with this. And I'll pat my chest on my armor. I don't think they'll hurt me. Okay. If you want to make that decision, I'm not going to stop you. Obviously, I, I feel the same way about myself. If you want to do it, I, I won't. I'm thinking a fight to the death and the winner goes into battle. What? What? I'm thinking you two just fight to the death. Whoever wins they go into the battle it's in like two hours 
If we fight. So that gives you two hours to beat the crap out of each other. Okay, then how are we going to heal up? Well, I didn't say this plan wasn't flawed. (sighs) Yeah, that's probably not a great plan. I'll kind of lean in. The armor will protect me. I'll kind of look back and forth and just shrug. Okay. Or at least I hope. Unless they decide to use magic, then maybe not so much. But I'm guessing their their best warrior for an orc is not going to be... Probably a barbarian type. Yeah. Like me. Right. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it works out. If not, well, maybe maybe they'll show mercy and not outright kill me. I figure, you know, they'll expect you to do it. They won't expect an elf to do it. Okay. In that case, we need to go and tell Camdahl that it'll be you that he needs to call out. When you're called, walk out in the center, kneel, present your weapon, and you will basically claim the crimes of Demethos and then ask for a trial by combat. And so our crime was that we didn't come to their aid? Correct. Seems simple enough. Then all you got to do is win. That might not be simple, but we'll see how it goes, I guess. Okay. If you change your mind, let me know. So while we're sitting there, I'm going to pull out my backpack, pull out my little uh, teddy bear, tie the string like around his chest and make it into like a necklace and put it on. After finishing my meal, I'll go back to Camdahl and tell him that uh, Xandro instead of myself will be representing Demethos. As you say this, Camdahl's looking at you and he's like, I, I, I don't, I, and he turns around and he's looking. He goes, oh, there. And he points, and there's this almost seven-foot, dark green-skinned orc who has shackles and pieces of chain on his neck, shackles and pieces of chain on his wrist, and his forearm has grown since whatever, whenever this was put on. So it looks kind of awkward. He goes, um, I just want you guys to be real clear on this one. Uh, that's Salango. I understand. It's his choice. I don't exactly care for it, but I'll respect it. Okay. Yeah, we'll fast forward. The the orcs get back together, and it's really weird to see this because when you walked into it, it was like this big brawl. But this time, they all walk in and they sit down and on the benches that are there. And Camdahl stands up and he says, "Brethren, we must take a pause with our talks to talk about a grievous adventure, the crimes that they made those, and all that it has caused us in pain when they didn't come to our aid after we came to theirs." And you hear a little grumbling and talking, and they say, "To speak for to make those." Xandro, the champion of Enon. And they, like now everybody's whispering as they watch Xandro walk out. Walk out to the center. I'll kneel down on one knee. I'll lay out my bow, take off my quiver, take out my two um, hand axes, set them down and say, on on behalf of Demethos, I, Xandro, request trial by combat. Oh, now. Heavy whisper. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the, when the minute you the combat comes out, and Camdahl takes his big fist, pounds it, bam, bam, bam. He goes, "Order, please continue, Zandro." Trial by combat for not coming to your aid, which is your right, as you have claimed. Stand, Zandro. Hand your weapons over to your friends. Make sure that this will be a fight. And let me clarify, it's hand-to-hand, no weapons. You can wear whatever armor you want. You as the champion of Demethos here, and our champion, and he points over at Slango, and you finally see this dude. 
it is eroded up and he just kind of pounds his hands together but he has a very serious look it's not like he's going to be happy about this uh you have a chance to go over and talk with alicia and martin and it's loud in here now people are they don't know what to make of this but this is definitely some kind of you know event people are running off you're just you can just assume they're going to get everybody kind of like a fight on the schoolyard and uh you have a chance to hand over your weapons and talk with these two for a couple of seconds i'll walk over hand over my weapons well he was he's a little bit bigger than i was was imagining but what the heck why not i've got this not that it matters now yeah, you, <laughs> yeah i hope so all right i think we should be good okay i have faith in you if not make sure this bear gets back to the queen and i'll turn around and kind of look for tell me where i'm supposed to stand or something they've moved the benches the council's made like a human circle in this area and you can see that Selengo is waiting in the inside. So I'll step towards the inside? Yeah, they move out of your way, allow you to come to the middle. Selengo's huge. And he uh, just... Any last words, Elf? I don't mean to hurt you. <laughs> People start laughing at that now. He goes, all right. Uh, before he rolls, I'm going to turn to the orc sitting next to me and say, you got 100 gold, says uh, the elf wins. Uh, betting's illegal at this event. This is for honor. It's a judgment. You don't bet at court. And he's like looking at you like you're an idiot. I see where you're coming from. I'd be scared too. You two are standing there. It seems like you're waiting for something, but you're not sure what it is. And all of a sudden, you just hear an orcish fight. And you are quicker than he is. Xandro grabs a hold of the teddy bear and he says, little girl, give me strength. And then just kind of close my eyes for a second then open them up and then get in a, like a fighting stance. He comes running at you and swings and Xandro definitely just stand, steps slightly out of the way as Slango overreaches his punch and he turns around and goes, I might have underestimated you. Bring it. And he smacks his hands together. It's your move. Just quick jab him in the gut. So you go to jab him in the middle, and as you jab out, you hit, and it's just like hitting something pretty, you know, like a wall of some kind. Just bam. He comes back with a punch, and it is dead on. It hits you smack square in the chest. You slide a little bit. You don't fall susceptible to the force that he put behind it. Now he's looking at you like, I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to smile at him, quick, try and sidestep around and hit him in, like, kind of give him a kidney punch. You make a solid strike on him. Now he's, you know, not withholding. He's going to try to grab you. He goes to grab you, and you slyly jump underneath. Now he looks like he's getting pretty heated. Well, since I ducked down, can I give him a quick right to the nuts? Yeah, you hit him square in the nuts, and you hear the whole crowd at the same time. Ooh. Even the female orcs are grabbing at their privates from that one. That one's kind of an uppercut, and then they're going to come with the left and just follow up. You go to hit, and as he's, like, breathing from the pain, he pulls, and you miss the first shot. Uh, he seems to be getting his bearings again, but he swings again at you. Uh, he swings, and you definitely dodge out of the way. So he's overextended right now. As he overextends, you use the back leg as it's bending as a boost a little bit to get up there. You've got him around the neck. He seems to be struggling. He doesn't seem to be able to reach that way, but he is going to try to throw you off. He <laughs> finally gets a little snatch at you, and he throws you to the ground. 
and you can hear him moving at you. You try to roll into it. The best you do is instead of landing on your stomach, you land on your back as he's running at you. So you get up just quick enough, and he is within range. He looks like he's about to strike out at you. Try my best to defend myself. Ah. You go flying back 20 feet. You would take damage, but you activated your armor. (laughs) Dang it. And now he's moving at you again. You're on your back, but this time you have a little bit more distance. Stand up again. And I'm going to try and run at him and get a little sidekick to the knee. You hit him. You go over to the side. He sets himself again and swings. Dodge out of the way. He's overextended again now. He's just a brute trying to swing out. I'm going to try and kick one of his legs out so hopefully he can fall to the ground. You go to strike out. He sees it as an experienced fighter and repositions his feet and sets himself again. He swings back at you, and he totally misses, but he doesn't overextend this time. He's learning a little bit. I'm just going to try and quick jab. 5-5. Five, five. So I guess I'm not going to jab him in the face. I guess I'll jab him right in the gut again. Uh, it does hit, but it doesn't seem to do anything to him. Oh. And in response, while you're open, he's going to take a swing at you. Yeah, he hits you, and just like before, something about your armor is putting power through, and it just hits and it's like hitting a wall and he's looking at you like this is can't be possible i'm gonna just go for another quick jab he staggers back a little bit but then he tries to kick out at you and very clumsily misses oh wow uh yeah you i don't know if i can start like running towards him yeah to try and get him off balance so he'll fall down uh as you do he breaks his leg out i just wrote a crit and uh resets that behind him but he does stumble for a second right before he gets in and now you're lined up right in front of him he's gonna take a shot he hits you again and again the, you don't move so he hits you in the armor again and it 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 makes a the ringing noise that armor usually does and he finally yells what kind of magic is this try and give him a good jab to the face i'm gonna actually punch upwards towards his face you hit he staggers back a little bit and tries to take a clumsy strike at you as he whiffs right in front of you he's not overextended but you have an opening as he swings with his right hand he his arm is up so he's from the the armpit down is pretty much exposed right this second i'm gonna try and jab those ribs uh you hit but it's a solid piece again and now he's back Ready to strike out, and he strikes normally at you. He must be a little dazed and getting tired. Seven misses as he swings at you again. I'm going to try and give him a kidney punch. Oh, uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, he punches out. His It hits the armor again. It doesn't seem to move you. He's looking more frustrated and a little tired. So I'm assuming he turned back towards me again. Yes. I'm going to try and kick out his leg again. See if I can't get him to fall down. You'll hit the inside of his knee. Bends slightly, but he still maintains his balance as he swings out at you. Again, hits the armor. Doesn't seem to do anything to you. Now he's looking at you very suspiciously. I'm going to just try and, try and go for that leg again. It buckles a little bit, but he does catch himself right before he hits the ground. As you're kicking out, he's reaching for it. He's trying to grab you by the armor. He reaches for your armor and you duck out of the way with that gap that you have. You see he's actually trying to get a grip on your armor. He may have figured out it's your armor and he's going to try to rip it off of you. Kind of roll back a little. Quick look around. Is there, what kind of flooring is this? Is this rock, sand? Sand. Cement? No, it is sand. Okay. I'm going to just try and, again, jump at that same leg and give it a kick. He's still maintaining his balance. He's trying to readjust himself a little bit. Uh, he's going to, again, try to grab at you. He's got your armor now. Uh, one hand on the front, one hand on the back. He's got you sideways. Uh, he's starting to pull. You can feel it. I have no choice but to try and break free. Total. So you try to break away. You, you, He's got you. He's pulling. He's pulling. He's pulling. You try to weasel your way out using some strength and just barely slip out of his grip. As that happens, he swings at you. So as he swings, if he comes close to hitting me, 
I'm going to try and fall and roll and grab a handful of sand. Uh, he hits you. Uh, you're flat on your back, 20 feet away. The crowd moves a little bit as you landed towards their feet. And now he's walking towards you again, this time not running. He's learned his lesson. So with my left hand, I will push myself up and grab a handful of the sand. Just kind of hold it in my hand. He's within, See if he comes towards me. Yeah, he's within five feet. He's getting looking like he's winding up to hit you again. With my left hand, I'm going to jab him right towards the eye and let go of that sand as I hit him. He starts backing up. He's like swinging at his eyes a little bit. He seems like he might be slightly blinded, but it is your turn because he can't um, do anything. He's swinging wildly. He's backing up. I know that, but I'm going to try and swing around him and give him a jab in the uh, old kidneys. And as you hit, it doesn't seem to do anything, but he swings out because now he's got you. Yeah, you're back on your back again. This time you slide into the crowd, and they push you forward. And when that happens, you are on face first on the ground. Um, it didn't seem like a malicious push, by the way. And if you guys from the crowd are watching, Martin and Alicia, you, you're you not seeing them, like, just push. It was more of a reflex to him coming straight at them. Well, I'm going to use my action to get to my feet. Uh, he's moving slightly, still swinging wildly. I'm going to try and circle around behind him. I don't know if he hears me and you know, turns with me. But if I can get to his back, I'm going to try and jump on his back again. It's pretty loud in here. You seem to get behind him. Jump on his back, get a hold of his uh, neck again. So you're back on his back again, and you've got him choking. He is going to use his action to try to throw you off. You have him. He tried to throw you off. He's down on his knee now. He doesn't seem to be any breath movement whatsoever. What are you doing? Just trying to maintain? So, okay, so I, maybe I don't want to let go. So I'm going to just hang on and try and squeeze for all I can and choke the guy out. As you go down, he rears up a little bit and then smashes down, and you can't hold on, and he gets up. Uh, now he looks like he's getting his sight back as he opens his eyes, and he comes charging at you again. And since it's his turn, he's going to try to stomp on you. As he stomps, you can hear one of the latches on your armor break. Oh, great. I'm going to try and roll behind him, jump up on his back again. Uh, you do get onto his back. He is going to try to throw you off again. He can't get you off. You're down on the ground. What are you doing? You're trying to maintain? Um, I'm going to hang on with the, with the right arm and take my left arm, try and stick my fingers in his eye. You get him in the eye. He's going to try to break free again. Barely breaks free. But he is gasping for breath. He seems to be dazed right now. Yeah, I'm going to try and just keep going after his eyes. You go to, and he swats, and he connects with your hand to block. As he does, he has an idea where you are, so he punches out. It hits your armor again, but it doesn't do anything. It doesn't seem to affect you. I'm going right back at those eyes again. If he can't see me, I, hopefully he'll give up again he swats at your hand as you go to poke him in the eye damn it bitch. and he's got a beat on you again his breathing is less labored and he punches out he hits you hold your ground but you hear another bracket break oh what the hell he's like in the in between one hand on the knee to help push yourself up off the ground i'm gonna i'm gonna kick him in that knee he cries out in pain a little bit but he does maintain getting up and he stands up swings out at you you barely maintain your footing as you stumble backwards a little bit um you're not sure how much more the strapping on your armor is actually going to be able to take i'm gonna swing around him and try and get on his back yet again uh you make it you're on his back uh, i'm gonna try and choke him out he's gonna try to throw you off yeah he's back down one knee on the ground not being able to breathe grabbing at you now turning different colors you want to just keep pulling as hard as i can and choke him out to pass him out yeah he passes out did it, one guy stand out camdahl did but he said he was going to be up there to take your request so i'll just look over in his general direction you hear the crowd to the death ah! 
Yeah! To the death, to the death. You can hear it's now a chant. I'll stomp him right in the throat. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. As you stomp down, you hear a crack snap, obviously, of some kind of bone breaking, and the body stays limp. And then everybody gets a little quiet, and Camdahl stands up and says, Demetos is free from any crimes of this land. We will now hear the request of the envoy of the queen. Oh, like, uh... You're a little out of breath, so don't play it yeah. off. <laughs> I'll wipe my wipe my forehead. I'm gonna kneel down next to him, kind of just take a second with some interpersonal thoughts. Look back at my uh, two friends. Give a little bit of a roll of the eyes, like oh shit. <laughs> um, so they're waiting on me to say something. I'm assuming. Yeah, everybody's quiet and everybody's staring at you. I'll say we came to request in the name of Queen Rebecca for your assistance in fighting the demon apocalypse. Camdahl says, we put it to a vote. All those in favor, and he raises his hand, and as you look around the room, unanimously, they raise their hands, and they say, when does she need us by? A couple months. He says, uh, we should be ready by then. We will send a unit your way and put them under your command, Commander Zandro. I'm still, like, I'm one knee, and uh, I'll say very well. I will keep them under my command and hopefully we'll return victorious yeah there's cheering now you know these guys they all they want is battle and and uh cam dog just comes over helps you up and goes uh, now's the time that you can leave the floor it's probably a good time i'll uh <laughs> stand up and kind of bow and do one of the like two three steps back you know backwards and then turn around and walk out all right uh you're pretty exhausted so as you walk out i think martin like it helps you sit back down as you almost fall into the chair. Alicia hands him a water skin. That was pretty impressive. I'm kind of surprised. You did a great job. Thanks. I'll uh, I'll give him all his uh, his bow and weapons and everything back. Well, I guess we maybe head maybe head back in the morning. Uh, yeah. Or I, do you think we should leave now? I think he needs a rest. A resting would probably be would be good. Did everybody just start leaving now? No, they keep on with their proceedings. They, you start hearing arguments, and now you start seeing a few things being thrown. So it looks like it's going to break out again. Yeah, maybe getting out of here would be a good idea. Yeah, let's go see if we can maybe find a tavern or an inn or something. As you guys are walking out, you walk up the stairs. Right now it's standing room only. It seems like, you know, people went to get people. And apparently people responded, and there's a crowd here. As you get up to where the orcs are, the orcs part the way and it just seems like they all raise a right hand to their left breast and bow as you walk by uh, very respectfully I'll uh, kind of bow back I'm not sure what the hand gesture means so I won't do it but <laughs> you're walking you know you guys are talking like you normally do and then all of a sudden your two friends go silent I'll look I'm assuming they're not moving either as you turn around everything is stopped uh, do a quick look around see who's still moving a hooded figure Starts moving, draws back. It's that male draw, and he says, Impressive. Magical armor. It's not against the rules, but uh, it looked like Salango had figured it out and was trying to get your armor off you, but you succeeded. It's very impressive, Zandro. Thank you. And your name is? My name's not important. I am just a guardian. So I should call you Guardian? That would be fine. And this is the elf or the drow? The drow. And he seems to be alone this time. I'll say, Well, we, we do what we have to do. I just wanted to let you know, you won't see us again, but we'll be watching you. And as he says that, everybody starts moving again, and he seems to be gone. All of a sudden, Alicia, like, runs into your back. Ow. Uh, you need to warn somebody if you're going to stop abruptly like that. 
Sorry, this head's not in it still, you know? I'll uh, start walking again. You guys end up in the end. You know, you, you obviously you are going to pay for your rooms, which is, you know, funny enough, fairly cheap. Two copper a piece, and you have a very nice room. They feed you, and they sometimes they, they do it as, a, like, they say, oh, the, one of the guys bought this for you, and they try to point. But all of a sudden, you hear the most beautiful violin music being played. And then it picks up tempo. And everybody's clanking their glasses together and slamming them on the table and bouncing their legs. And some of them get up and start dancing. It's getting rowdy in here. I'll look around, try and find the source. I think Xandro, Martin, and Alicia all at the same time see a very petite, full elf playing a violin on stage. Everybody seems to be clapping along, but she seems to be lost more in the music as she plays. Uh, It gets a little rowdy. You guys eat. And as you're going to retreat for the night after the music and the celebration stops. It dawns on you, there's a lot of elves in this orc city. Uh, Xandro, you wonder if anybody but you saw the Guardians. I um. mean, this is your time, your group's there, you're you're getting ready right before you go upstairs. So you, you're eating, the music's died down, you know, people are starting to leave, and you guys are sitting at your table. I won. You, you did win. What do you think we should do next? Weren't we supposed to... I don't remember what we're supposed to do. Well, we came up here, and the plan originally, we we checked in Rangio, but it seemed to be overrun. Then we came up here. We talked about going to Pirate's Port. We talked about trying to close down the portal in Rangio, but Rangio's pretty well overrun. We can still go to Pirate's Port. We could possibly go down to the... Uh, southeast of of Enon and maybe find out what's going on down there. According to the Queen, she's had no real reports of any happenings in that area. Well, we did talk about Pirate's Port and trying to get the port back open. Right. No, that was kind of a maybe we shouldn't do that. There's more important things to do. Well, the more important thing, I guess, that we agreed upon was trying to close the portal in Rangio, but we found that Rangio itself was pretty well overrun. Right. We'd I, probably need a small army to get in there. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe getting the getting that done when we've got the orcs and maybe some others. I don't know. That's something we should try and tackle ourselves. We could always go down to the southeast. Nothing simple, is there? Never is. We've also not been to, to Diablana. Supposedly there's I think paladins there or maybe one paladin. I, I'm not sure. You're awfully quiet, Alicia. I'm still amazed that Xandra was able to beat up their champion and kill him. What are you trying but to say? I was not expecting that. I want to jab him in the ribs. <laughs> so, Martin, you go to jab him in the side in the ribs, and you hit mm-hmm. the armor, and nothing seems to move on Xandra except Xandra looks over at you. It's annoyed. I kind of hold up my hand, like, just checking. What were you checking for? He didn't get me in the ribs. He didn't get you anywhere. Well, he did hit me in the head a few times, knock me down. Yeah, you got right back up, though. Well, maybe you should learn to duck. Uh, yeah, should have been just a little bit quicker. Oh, well, next time. Well, hopefully we don't have to fight their champion next time. Well, at least their next champion probably won't be as good as this champion. He's right? got a point. True, true. Going back to what we should do, we need to get that portal closed, but you're right, there's no way we can do it ourselves. I don't even think we could do it with the just the orc army that they're giving us. We're going to need to go out. We're going to need to scout some more talent. Wherever that may be, we're going to need to scout it. We're going to need to get as much help as we can get. We take that portal out. It's going to stop them from being able to add more demons to this world. Pirate's Port is closest. Again, as nice as it would be to get Pirate's Port up and going, there's really no ports to sail into. It's not even that. There's 
someone, some group fighting there that are holding back the demons. Oh, well, it's closest. Maybe we should go and try to help them and then get them to come with us. Exactly. I mean, we might pick up a few stragglers. I mean, I don't know if they're going to, you know, afford to give up an army's worth, but even if we get a few people to join us, uh, it'd be better than nothing. We could try to talk to the Sand Elves. So, Sand Elves and then Pirate's Port. You guys go to rest. We pan out. Atop of a building, a pretty solid building here, a couple of hooded figures just standing around, and the blue-haired one turns to the other drow and says, do you, do you think he'll ever understand his bloodline? And the other one just shakes his head and goes, no. The courage he showed today, he should at least be proud of who he is. The blue-haired one will say, well... They still don't have the fourth. The tides might change. Everybody's worst nightmare might come to fruition. And the drow looks at the blue-haired elf, pulls up his cowl, and says, we just record the history. And they start walking off the roof as we pan out, and that's where we're going to end it. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Elmo the Usurper. If you are wanting to get one of our kick-ass t-shirts, go to brosandragons.com. I believe they are $36.00 plus shipping uh also you can get one of our dice bags on there they are pretty awesome they hold upwards of 300 dice i believe uh you can check me out at bros old guy on twitter i'm on there i check once in a while but anyways i've been listening to this podcast uh watch your mouth it's a swearity so every time they swear they add that up what is 10 cents i think every swear word and then they give it to a charity um every like 10 episodes they pull that money together send it out to a charity it's different charities you can check them out on all the podcast areas so as always you guys can check out our instagram page we are pretty up to date with that sending stuff out uh could follow me on twitter but there's really no need uh but i wanted to tell you guys check out our friends over at dungeons and dragons if you remember they did our crossover with us where bort is now a partial character split in time and uh you should definitely go give them a check out see what bort is up to and how they are playing that out it is actually really cool so yeah go check them out wherever uh i believe their podcasts are available and you can follow me or you can follow all of us at bros and dragons on myspace at facebook on twitter uh, all social media that you can find, just bros and dragons, all one word. You can follow me at IMDMDoc on both Facebook and Twitter. I do a lot of time on both of those. Would love to talk to you there. I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Limitless Adventures. Go to limitless-adventures.com today. Check them out. You can email us at brosanddragons at gmail.com. We're still looking for fans to become the voices of our gods and our pantheon. We would love to hear from you. Just tell us what's going on and um, what you'd love to hear from us. Uh, if you like it, don't like it, whatever. It's a good place to communicate with us. You can go to iTunes and give us five stars and totally rip on us there. If you give us five stars, hey, you earned it. Rip on us. And again, I rip on these guys all the time. They can take it. I know. I do it. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show and you have something to plug, something nerdy, something that you want to talk about, uh, even if you just want to talk about some charity that you believe in, give us an email at brosanddragons. Uh, yeah, brosanddragons at gmail.com or go to brosanddragons.com and go to the comment section there and just leave us a comment. You can go check out our website at brosanddragons.com. Look around. Learn about each of us. Look at some of the goofy pictures that I found on some of these guys' Facebook and put it up without their permission. And just check Check it out, read about them, and see what we're all about. As always, I would love to say, keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Um.
Um, I'm picking on the easy one. That's all I'm saying. It's the only reason you're going first right now. Oh, I know you are. I um, did some things. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you want me to tell you what you did? That would be no, great. No, no. Too bad. <laughs> no. Too bad. Uh, what did I do last time? The first thing you got to start doing right now is finding a goddamn notebook. So I was wrestling with the whole charity idea, and I was like, at one point in my head, I was like, I think we should do a 10-cent infraction for every time we say um, and then I was like, eh, Tom would go broke. <laughs> right? I'll just have to make sure it's uh. Uh. You'd still yeah, you'd slip you up enough. I think we'd make about $200 an episode on you. <laughs> um, what are you trying to say? <laughs> How do we get the money to said charity? <laughs> he, he's he's going to start prefacing his ums with ums. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Many people don't have these answers. Our heroes might. But will they share that with anybody? Of course not. I might cut that out. It's still funny to say. Plot twist. I don't. So this is the blue-haired one I'm talking to? Yes. This is my so best female voice. <laughs> All right. Better than John's. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're not wrong. Uh, I totally can. See, that was uh, not um. Oh, uh, damn. I said um. <laughs> oh, I said it again. <laughs> I think you're up to a buck already, buddy. <laughs> if we were doing it, it's not. <laughs> Be. Damn. How do I say this? I would say with words, but that's just me. Right. I, I would have to disagree. Alicia was a huge drinker. Yeah. Was she? I, I remember yeah. Alicia getting pretty. She got hammered and stole money. I remember that. She got hammered uh, when Steve supposedly killed the bartender, and she was the one who came and, and like was trying to break us out. Oh, yeah. She's having some ale then. All right. I swear, last time I said I wanted a drink, somebody said she didn't drink. Uh, <laughs> I think people. I think I said I didn't drink. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah, you don't pay attention. We know that. Right. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it works out. If not, well, maybe maybe they'll show mercy and not outright kill me. I was waiting for you to say, well, it was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've made some good hits. Uh, by the way, Anthony was laughing at the female orcs grabbing their privates. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Let me move this over here so I can read a little. Uh, good night, Anthony. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, there'll be a lot of editing. You can catch a uh, Bros and Dragons podcast anywhere you find your podcast, man. Uh, I do 20 hours of editing, so it should be way better when you hear it on a podcast. This one's going to be released August 15th, I think. This has been a Bros and Dragons production. <laughs>